good coffee, everybody. Hey, it's time for some morning coffee with Larry, and I'm glad that you are here to join with me today on this Monday morning. Yes, it's back to Monday. Well, but I hope you had a great weekend. I had a good weekend. Uh, The wife and I, we were working all weekend long pretty well. Um, We did take a fun trip on, what was it? Saturday at noon, um, we loaded up my mom in the car and we drove to Shelbyville and went through the McDonald's drive through and then parked out at the lake, <coughs> Shelbyville Lake, on a peninsula and had a, uh, had a good time. Ate our lunch out there. We watched one boat and... <laughs> Oh, the lake is dead. The lake is definitely dead up there on a Saturday at noon. <laughs> but it, it was a group of fishermen who uh, showed us their skills of negotiating around the uh, uh, little fishing area uh, with their trolling motor uh, against the uh, significant winds and white caps that were in that that area where we were. So anyway, that was fun. That was a fun little trip away. Otherwise, uh, my wife was putting things in their proper places. Uh, she has sorted through. She has done a monumental uh, uh, task of going through uh, all the... Uh, the items from the old house that have been sitting for two years now uh, in the, uh, or close to it, in the, uh, no, I guess it's been a year and a half since we built the pole barn. But anyway, sitting there, (coughs) pardon my cough this morning, (coughs) and uh, 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 waiting to find their permanent homes. And so she's done a very good job a fantastic job. So I, on the other hand, I was working building uh, chicken crates. Uh, the uh, chicken crates for hauling them off to the processor, they're a little bit expensive for plastic ones. And so we needed four for the number of chickens that we're moving <clears throat> uh, this coming, this week, this week. And uh so anyway, we uh, we needed more chicken crates, and I had built four, and I built four more. They're almost complete. I just have to put wire around the edges of them, but all the heavy work has been done. So that's our weekend was filled with a lot of that, and we did watch a little bit of TV. You know, one of the things that we have gotten into is getting into some of the old TV shows, and they were hilarious. They were hilarious without having to be crude, without having to be, you know, overly sexualized. I mean, we'll watch other shows too, you know, some of the different rerun shows. Um, and, and it, my gosh, people, you know, it's not always about just, you know, uh, sexual innuendo or sexual situations. Uh, go back, people, you writers out there. They had a lot of funny stuff. I mean, love the old Dick Van Dyke show. And then last night, the wife and I were watching um, uh, early, very early episodes of The Honeymooners. And uh, I didn't realize, but uh, they were skits 
often that were featured on other shows in the early years. Their, their episodes were just like, you know, eight minutes long. Uh, so they were they were just kind of like you could say Saturday Night Live skits, you know, involving this this married couple. And uh, we were watching that and <laughs> we commented, you know, their their whole episode is about fighting and misunderstanding. <laughs> and then at the end, uh, you know, uh, uh, Jackie Gleason's character uh, comes around and apologizes. And pretty well, every episode ends in, in a in a passionate kiss. And it's just, I, you know, I've always known of the Honeymooners. I just never watched the honeymooners other than just small little segments but it was kind of neat it was neat but anyway i'm going too long on me let's get into our devotional today this again is from jesus calling enjoying uh peace in his presence by sarah young and uh for those of you who are following along even though today is october 19th 2020 we are uh, taking this one-year devotional day by day, so we are on January 17th. Come to me with a thankful heart so that you can enjoy my presence. This is the day that I have made. I want you to rejoice today, refusing to worry about tomorrow. Search for all that I have prepared for you anticipating uh, uh, abundant blessings and accepting difficulties as they come. I can weave miracles into the most mundane day if you keep your focus on me. Come to me with all your needs, knowing that my glorious riches are a more than adequate supply. Stay in continual communication with me so that you can live above your circumstances, even while you are in the midst of them. Present your request to me with thanksgiving, and my peace, which surpasses all comprehension, will guard your heart and mind. Well, as I read this the first time, it's like, hey, these are some repeat subjects. These are uh, verses that we have uh, talked about in previous ones. And that's one of the things that's important about a devotional. Um, if you're wanting to read something and just cover a whole lot of subjects, that's that's fine and dandy. But I find that if you want to have some significant or some permanent change in your life, you need to have a level of repetition because you you may be hearing the same thing. Uh, but you're perceiving it differently because you're going through a daily growth. You follow me on that? What I hear at one point in time and understand it one way, later on, I may perceive and understand it differently, even though it may be the same words. That's one of the neat things uh, about Bible studying is uh, over time, you see deeper meanings you see more uh, different levels of consistency uh, it's it's a good thing to do so let's go through this a little <clears throat> come with me with a thankful heart so that you can enjoy my presence again we're going back to that theme of being thankful uh, 
And when you're thankful, that's showing that you're understanding and appreciating what's already been done or what has been promised and you're thanking him for answers to your, your requests, answers to prayers that are yet to happen. You know, when you have a child and you, you, you pray, God, please, you know, turn this into a, turn this, this boy or girl into a, a wonderful uh, man or woman as they get older. Well, is God going to an- answer that promise? Yeah, to the best that the, the child will allow it as they grow up. But you're not going to see the results till much, much later in life. So it's being thankful for prayers that are in the process of being answered. Come to me with a thankful heart that, so that you can enjoy my presence. When we're thankful, I think it is easier to be able to relax and receive peace in his presence. This is the day that I have made. I want you to rejoice today, refusing to worry about tomorrow. You know, I've had the opportunity to um, help put together a variety of different programs, uh, events. Uh, We've done... uh, our B Club has put together several B schools. I help put together uh, weddings or graduation parties or different kinds of events like that. And, you know, it, it's a little bit like, you know, like that. Whenever, whenever somebody comes, I want them to, say, to, you know, I guess I'm saying, hey, I made this event here possible, or I helped to make this event possible. So I want you to rejoice. I want you to be happy. I want you to be glad in it. I don't want you worrying about tomorrow. You know, our class reunion committee, we put things together. Then we want our classmates to come and not worry about tomorrow, but just enjoy what has been prepared for them. (coughs) Well, that's the point I think is, is trying to be made here in this devotional. This is the day that I have made. This is the day that God has made. I want you to rejoice today, refusing to worry about tomorrow. Search for all that I have prepared for you. It's kind of like if if you go to a party and the host has set everything up and there's surprises. It's not just, you know, showing up, but it's, look, there are surprises that are out there. There are unique things. Just look for them. I have uh, anticipating abundant blessings and accept uh, anticipating abundant blessings and accepting difficulties as they come. Every day, God prepares blessings and challenges. Why do we need challenges? Because that's how we grow in relationship with Him. It's how we grow our character with challenges. And the blessings are there. Search for them. Doesn't matter, you know, how bad a day is. You know, they're they're there. They're available. I can weave miracles into the most mundane day if you keep your focus on me. Yeah. Keep your focus on him 
and think of the day as a little bit like a scavenger hunt. What will God, what has God prepared for you today? What has he prepared? And when we go through the day with that kind of an attitude, how does that change our perspective? Maybe it's something he's created in nature. Maybe he has created an opportunity for you to say something to someone in need or give something to someone in need or encourage someone in need. Maybe that's a family member. Maybe it's a coworker. Maybe it's a neighbor. Maybe it's a stranger. Maybe it's something like casting out bird seed when there's no birds around and you leave, but the birds find it later. See, that's a little bit like me doing these podcasts. I get some statistics from anchored.fm, but I don't know who's out there. Unless you have personally sent a message to me, I have no idea who is listening to this. So I'm casting out birdseed. And I don't know when you listen to it. I don't know in what way you listen to it. I don't know who you are. But I hope that the seed gives you nourishment. I can weave miracles into the most mundane day if you keep your focus on me. Come to me with all your needs, knowing that my glorious riches are more are a more than adequate supply. You do not have to worry about a finite amount of riches that God is able to bestow upon you. Sometimes those riches may be of a financial nature. Sometimes those riches are of everything else that he gives. He doesn't give crap. He doesn't give worthless things. What God gives are riches. We may not appreciate their value. You ever watch the Antique Roadshow and people buy stuff at garage sales and then they take it and the person who's an expert in the field sees what it is because they see it with a different set of eyes? That show is amazing. I always, I, <laughs> I've got all kinds of stuff I wish I could take and find out how much it's worth. <clears throat> they never come in my area <laughs> that I until it's gone. But you see, God doesn't give trash. God gives riches. It's up to us to recognize them, to be to be willing to see. Stay in continual communication with me so that you can live above your circumstances. Even while you're in the midst of them. We may be going through things, but that doesn't mean that what we're going through has to be the focus. There was a little lady that I had the true pleasure of meeting. I do not remember her name anymore. It was during my time in hospice, but she was not a patient. She was a little lady in her 90s with what I always grew up calling Coke bottle glasses. The lenses were super thick because she had her cataracts removed before they put on uh, implants. So she had huge um, uh, glasses. And she had a little frizzy kind of afro-ish hair. 
<laughs> she it was it was kind of wiry. That was that was the way her hair was. Um, but whenever I would do a memorial service uh, at this particular nursing home once a month for all, any resident who passed away, she was always there faithfully in her wheelchair. And whenever I would ask if you know any of the residents who who wanted to come to the memorial service, if they knew anything about the person, most of them wouldn't say anything. And so I'd have staff, you know, say something or describe who the person was. This lady knew everybody. This lady had a personal comment to make on every person every month. Now, there were times that I would see her and I would say hi to her if I was in visiting one of my patients. And sometimes I had the opportunity to stick around. Maybe I was doing some charting work there in the, in the dining room on an empty table whenever, you know, uh, there wasn't a meal going on. And I would see her. She would be out and about interacting with all different people with a smile on her face. She was sharing her smile with all kinds of people. She was happy. At least that's how she showed it. And it, it appeared genuine, not a fake smile. And she would just simply bebop around in her little wheelchair, encouraging people, brightening their day, complimenting them on you know the, the shirt that they were wearing or complimenting them in some other way. I left that job with hospice and went to work for the VA. And I still remember opening up the newspaper one day at the kitchen table and flipping through it. And I saw an obituary and it had her picture. And I cried. I cried because the world and specifically that nursing home lost a truly wonderful blessing. They lost a person who was able to share joy and overcome her circumstances to be able to do it. She was a wonderful lady. And I look forward to seeing her someday, just not anytime soon. I want to be off a ways. But I want to thank her for what she did for so many people. Come to me with all your needs, knowing that my glorious riches are more than, are a more than adequate supply. Stay in continual communication with me so that you can live above your circumstances, even while you're in the midst of them. You don't have to be in a nursing home to do that. You have the ability when you stay close to Jesus, you have the ability to do that in each and every day of your life. Present your request to me with thanksgiving, and my peace, which surpasses all comprehension, will guard your heart and mind. Come to him with your request. 
with thanksgiving. It's about attitude. It's about the attitude that we have towards Jesus, towards our needs, understanding his role in everything, staying close to him with a thankful heart. When we have a thankful heart, that thankfulness protects us. It's a peace that he gives through that thankfulness that protects us from all the problems that we can have with our heart and mind. Doesn't mean we won't have challenges or struggles or we don't have issues, but remember, those are just circumstances. And he is beyond all circumstances and is able to reach in and touch us with his peace, with his blessings, so that we can face those with a smile of thanksgiving. Let's take a look at our scripture verses for today. Let me get my glasses back on. The first one is Psalms 118, verse 24. And I did not prep very well to look at it before I started this. So it's going to be the first time reading for each of us. Uh, We've done this one before, I believe. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Yep. He made it. He made it. He made it for who? He made it for us. He made it for you. He made it for me. Let's be joyful. Let's rejoice. Let's be glad in it. All right. The next is Philippians. We have two Philippian verses. The first, and they're both from chapter four. Uh, What is number 19? 419. And it says, And my God will supply every need for yours according to his riches and in glory in Christ Jesus. Let me, uh, let me go back just a, a few verses here and put this into context. Paul is writing to the church, the, the, the members in Philippi, which I believe is Greece. And uh, where did I lose? Lost track. Uh, it's talking about God's provision. I'm going to read several verses beforehand. I rejoiced in the Lord greatly that now at length you have revived your concern for me. You were indeed concerned for me, but you had no opportunity. Not that I'm speaking of being in need, for I have learned in whatever situation I am to be content. I know how to be brought low, and I know how to abound. In any and every circumstance, I have learned the secret of facing plenty and hunger abundance and need. I can do all things through him who strengthens me. Yet it was kind of you to share your trouble. For you Philippians yourselves know that in the beginning of the gospel, when I left Macedonia, no church entered into partnership with me in giving and receiving except you only. 
Even in Thessaloniki, you sent me help for my needs once and again. Not that I seek the gift, but I seek the fruit that increases to your credit. I have received full payment and more. I am well supplied, having received from Epiphoridas, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> no preparation for that name, the gifts you sent, a fragrant offering, a sacrifice acceptable and pleasing to God. And my God will supply every need of yours according to his riches and glory in, Jesus, in Christ Jesus. To our God and Father be glory forever and ever. Amen. So what Paul's talking about here is how this church in Philippi had been helping him financially while he was on his missionary journeys. And I, I like how he has, he talks about being content with plenty and hunger, abundance and needs. Why? I can do all things through him who strengthens me. And he assures them that God will supply every need of yours according to his riches in glory in Christ Jesus. If we look at the next verse, it is verses 6 and 7. Let's go up to that. I think we've had at least part of this, this section here before. I'm going to start with uh, uh, verse 4. Rejoice in the Lord always, and again I say rejoice. Let your reasonableness be known to everyone. The Lord is at hand. Now here's verse 6. Do not be anxious for anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. We've had that before. Again, it's the repetition that can often help it stay deep into our hearts so that when we face those challenges, we're more apt to break free of the old patterns and lean and trust deeper and stronger in Jesus. All right, that's it for today. I hope this was a good one for you, and we will see you tomorrow. Have a great one. Bye-bye.